0: Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam.
1: Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. This is Ray. I just wanted to apologise before the podcast starts for the quality of Cam's audio. I'm not sure what happened there, but we'll make sure we fix it for next time. Also, please do visit our website at spurs9501.com. Get in contact with us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like us to hear in future podcasts. Let's keep the dialogue going, and we hope you enjoy this next podcast, which is a post-match reaction on the 3-2 win at Newcastle. So I hope you enjoy, and thank you very much. Bye-bye. Hello everyone, welcome back to Spurs 9501, of post-match analysis of uh, Newcastle versus Tottenham. Um, um, This is Cam in Florida.
2: Stan in Connecticut. And Steve in London.
1: Oh, I'm glad that we're all all back here. It's good to um, come back from the international break with a a win. I think the last international break led to us having three losses. So um, it seems like everything Tottenham does comes in threes. they were saying, three wins. Three losses. Now we've had three wins. Um, hopefully. Hopefully not three losses. Um, we've got three tough games coming up, so let's see how that goes. So before we start off, just as as usual, we haven't got Ray here today, so I'm going to sort of like take over that role. I want to start off with the um, stats for this match. Interestingly, our possession was 64%, so it's good to see that we're, we're pretty high up on the possession. We had 14 shots, four on target, as opposed to Newcastle, seven shots and one of theirs on target. Um and nine corners, as opposed to their two, and they committed thirteen thousand, and we committed four, so overall, stat's pretty pretty much dictate how the game ended up um and i will just uh, start off with let's talk about some of the positives. I mean obviously the Newcastle takeover is something we need to talk about but well, let's talk about the first half first, Steve, so what did you think? Two minutes in? Bang, Newcastle, there we go. What was your view?
2: <laughs> well, I thought Newcastle were lucky to be playing spurs because um, that's uh, just so typical, isn't it? You know, it's, it's a bit like the Harlem Globetrotters and, and we weren't the Harlem Globetrotters. So, uh, yeah, we're, I, I thought we were going to get, I think I wrote down seven or eight at that point, hoping we could um, keep it respectable because their crowd <laughs> sucked the ball into the net. But we could have um, avoided that. I'd, I'm not sure whose fault it was at the end. Um, but no, uh, we came back well, didn't we? Um, and, and in quite difficult circumstances because clearly the crowd was up for it. Um, and it was an excellent first half in the end, um, other than some poor person in the crowd who was um, obviously taken ill. And they had to suspend the game for a while, which um, uh, I thought may have disadvantaged us, really, because we were so on top at um, at 2-1. Um, yeah, no, it was, um, it, it was good, I suppose, in terms of, of the negatives. I think the, uh, their, their goal was partly due to Romero, who was sort of waiting, waiting for the ball, I think, been a bit static. I thought Emerson Royal, I know, I know Kamal, you've rated him. I'm not sure after this performance. I thought he was run ragged, really. Um, he needed more help from Moira and maybe Moira wasn't helping him quite as much on that side. But, um, you know, another positive was uh, Ndombele, wasn't it? That he um, he actually scored a goal. I, I, I've been whinging on about the fact that we need to get Ndombele on the ball in the last third rather than the first third. So he can cause some trouble. And if he makes a mistake, it's not as serious. And, you know, he scored a, a lovely goal, unstoppable, I think. So that was um, that was great. And it was an early ball from Regleon, I think, that did that. So uh, you can't um, underestimate an early ball to upset a, um, a defending team because they haven't got time to set. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're too ponderous. And in that particular um, attack, we weren't. We then got Kane's goal, didn't we? Which was um, uh, beautifully taken. But my first thought was that's offside. Mm-hmm. Um Indeed. and I think probably without VAR it would have been given offside. However, it wasn't, and hopefully Harry's up and running. Let's hope that's the case.
1: Jam, what about you? I mean Steve a good example. Haven't talked about Sonskore, which which we can talk about later. But uh um what did you think when the first two minutes we were completely overrun? And uh, um, I also want you to talk about it all sides from and giving the ball away in the final third from the at, at their end, as you recall.
0: And then they broke really fast. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it, it, you definitely think it was going to be one of those days of, with everything that Newcastle were going through and, and all the emotions in the stadium. They, they were up for it. Uh, fortunately, their players, you know, are, are not of the caliber that their fans want them to be. So we were, we were kind of, we we're kind of lucky with that. Um, you know they' they're where they are on the table right now for a reason, and and we have to take that into account, but other than that, you know we responded well it was def, there's definitely been matches where we've lost to worst opposition um so I'm just happy that we reacted well, you know and Donmbeli did give the ball away, but there was a lot going on after that um and they scored a really good goal. I think Romero was definitely at fault, uh, most at fault for that one, but you know fair play to him, he played on Friday. Got back into, into London just yesterday in his play and is playing and starting and played well, um, you know, throughout the whole match. He definitely looked jet lagged or something. There, there was a few instances where he just his passes were off. He, he hit a simple pass and he went flying, but, um, he, he grew into the game and defended well all throughout. Uh, I'm surprised you said that about Royal. I thought he played really well today. You know, he had a lot, he had a lot to deal with. Um, who was it? Darlington on on the left there. Um, he was, yeah,
2: and um, the other bloke I've never forgotten. Who's who's very yeah, yeah, Maxim. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah there, I mean, he had a um, lot to deal with, and he made a lot of good good tackles, interceptions, and and probably wasn't his best game as far as going forward. But he defended well, I thought. Um, yeah, good to see Andonbuli back up, uh, up in the up at the top of the pitch where he really should be playing. The front front four today were excellent. Um, Harry Kane scoring, he definitely looked like he, he grew in confidence from there and was, was pinging passes all over the place and just, just beautiful passes. He's, he's easily the best passer in the, in the, in the team. So we need his, we need that part of his game. Apart from his goal scoring, we also need him to, to dictate the play, make smart moves. There, there was a few times he just made beautiful, like no one else, this, everyone else could see the space there, but no one else could execute the pass that Kane was executing. Um, so it's good to see him up and running again. I think Son could have had a few more goals if he was, you know, he was off today, I think, you know, as far as, far as his easy tap in, um, it, it was a beautifully worked goal by the, the front four. Every every single one of them was involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucas's little step over there, like kick the ball around the player and then play it first time into into Kane's path. It was, it was excellent. It was an excellent goal. Right. I mean, after, I mean,
1: well, well, good analysis. I mean, The second half, there wasn't really much to write home about. I think that the positive for me in the first half was, um, normally when we go behind like we do after two minutes, we tend to fall to pieces. And I felt that the first 10 minutes, there was a bit of lethargy in the team. They didn't seem to be able to gel very well together. They were passing around together. It seemed a bit disinterested. And then suddenly, um, a slow build up by about the 20th, 25th minute, I felt that they seemed to be getting a lot more possession. Uh, and passing it around a bit better. And then, then I mean, Mora had that pass, you probably remember, where he overhit it, right, went out on the other side. And you think, oh, that's going to be one of those days. But I think after that, getting that out of his system seemed to work quite well for us. Because I think after that, we dominated completely the first half, right up until basically not just the break, but the half time whistle. And I, my only regret is that we didn't uh, get more goals. And I, I think that, you know, 3-1 against this team. The biggest problem here, guys, and it'll be interesting to talk about it, is Newcastle didn't have a defence, did they? Nobody at the back. They didn't know what they were doing in midfield. Uh, when they brought on the hard man, uh, Shelby, we know what happened with him. Um, I mean, if,
0: ridiculous.
1: I must I must, ha- I must say, uh, Shelby, if you are listening, please don't go to get a visa at the, at the Saudi embassy because you might not come out in one piece. Um, uh, uh, after that performance it's pretty pretty bad um, I, 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 I was shocked at how bad Newcastle were because it made us look so much better do you think that that was part of the aspect there Steve that, that we looked better than that, um, because of the weakness of the opposition I,
2: I'm sure that's the case um, I, I was just thinking about you know when we played Watford and we won 1-0 with a lucky son sort of mis- well it was a cross that went in and yeah. uh, and Liverpool blew Watford away yesterday, 5-0. What would, um, Liverpool have done to that Newcastle team? I, I mean, that would have been 7 or 8 nil, I reckon. Mm. Or Man City or Chelsea. You know, we're, we're not at that level yet. <laughs> uh, having said that, it was very, it flattered them in the end, didn't it? 3-2. You know, it was, that would have been like us getting a, a second goal against Arsenal and only losing 3-2 against Arsenal which I think we could have done because Mora had, a, I think, may have hit the bar. So, But, you know, it, it didn't really, ref- that score line didn't reflect the play. Um, it could have been a lot worse for them. Um, although, of course, after the first two minutes, we, we, we thought it was going to be terrible. Um, I mean, they're a poor team. There's no two ways about that. Uh, oh. I, I don't know how many of uh, those players will be there next season. I almost think none. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure... Yeah, I can't think of anyone, any of those players who would be there. I, I'm a, I used to quite rate Shelby because I thought at least he could pass the ball and, you know, he'd dominate things, but he's got, a, he's got an attitude problem and he's got, um, um, you know, an injury issue as well, I think. Um, but you know, at one time, Liverpool were going to build their team around him. That shows you what the potential they thought that he was going to have. When Rodgers was in charge at Liverpool, that's what they were going to do. But, um, uh, clearly they, they, they didn't and times have moved on. But I just wish we could have got more goals and gone for their jugular.
1: Absolutely. I, absolutely. I have to agree with that 100%. I mean, and that's something that we need to talk about in terms of our performance. Yes, three goals against a really poor Newcastle team conceding two. So we were minus four right now on um, where we are in 15 points. But, uh, um, Now we're minus three. I mean, our goals, you know, that goal difference makes a very big difference. Absolutely. So, Jam, what do you think about the overall second half performance? Because I thought the second half, we didn't look like we wanted to get another goal, did
0: we? Yeah, no, it was surprising that we didn't really. I mean, there's some skillful play here and there, but every time we got close to their box, we were like, all right, let's, let's slow things down, turn it back around. Control the ball and it was, it was pretty boring, which I mean, I can understand, you know, post ADF minute where you want to calm the game down and don't want, don't want them to break. But, you know, we definitely should have scored one or two more goals or at least, it was like a two or three times I can think of where we got right up to the edge of the box. But I think the mentality in the team is let's not, let's not, let's not attack just in case that attack doesn't work out. So sort because of they're going to counter that attack. So let's everyone get back into position and be defensively sound, which I don't love you know it's not that's not the type of football i want to see played nah. but on the other hand of that i mean the first half we played so there was some really great expansive football played and i know it was just New, newcastle but you know it's co- it's good it's confidence building and it, it's good to see the players gelling a little more in, in attacks i thought yeah. i thought it was nice I th- there was this one moment in the game i think we were I think it was after we were two one up already. But you know, Newcastle started playing well, started building a little momentum up. And then Skip came in and just made this excellent tackle, this recovery tackle, that just like blew them all away. And, and from there, it just it, it brought everyone up. It looked like it looked like Hoyberg was, was more into the game after that. It looked like, you know, the the regular played really well, I thought today. We've given him a lot of stick over the last few yeah, matches. No, he
2: did. He did play well. Mm-hmm.
0: Um just just it, it, we need that. We need confidence in the team, and we can be better.
1: OK, so just bringing in... Uh, Steve, Duna um, didn't make any change in, I believe, during the whole match. I uh, didn't see a new... A yeah. sub come on. Um yeah. 3-0 up. 3-1 up at halftime. Um, uh, and then you're slowing the game down. Uh, this is not a Tottenham way, surely. Surely you would have thought this was an opportunity for players like Delhi, who we all know about that. Horrific uh, start to this season. Uh, players like Brian... Hill That need that time on the ball to come in and, and and show us what they what they've got against this team. I mean, would you say this was actually really poor management tactics to not bring anybody
2: on? Um, I, I'm not sure actually because if you've got a a unit that's functioning, mm. um, why why play around with it? Um, so I sort of I suppose he's vindicated on the basis that we did win the game. But you, yeah, you would have thought that that would have been a good opportunity for. For Gil to, to have a good old run at, um, a tiring defense, wouldn't you? Or even, um, I don't, was Bergwine on the bench as well? Oh, um, coming well, well. Back, back, yeah. Coming back from, from, you know, a, a recurring injury, you thought this might be quite nice for him to have a go and for us to go and get a goal and, and maybe take someone like Son off, you know, who's, um, yeah. had to do a lot of traveling and running about. Uh, so I thought that might have been a, an opportunity there, but, um, yeah, no, I, th- I think, I wouldn't be, be, um, you know, be, beat the manager up for this particular performance. I'm, I'm, there'll be plenty of opportunity to do that later in the season, I suspect.
1: <laughs> so, but the thing is, though, Steve, I'll push you on this. In okay. coming, because I think that the, um, why, as Jam said earlier, it slow, keeps slowing the game down. You, Ndombele, yeah. your favourite player today, got the ball outside the area and was always looking for a backward pass. Um, with 3-1 up, surely you're going to think, you know what, I've got
2: to get my goal to from front of work. Yeah. Serious about being in the top six. Look at the tightness of those points. But, I mean, I, but that's not just um, uh, Nuno, is it? I mean, that's been, I think we've had that, you know, don't hit the byline and get that ball into the danger area because anything can happen. We haven't done that for 10 years. Um, I just wish, I wish we would do that more often. Um, but we don't. So, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I know you're trying to push me to criticise him, to criticise the manager, but I, I wouldn't in this instance. In fact, I'm going to give him one piece of praise is that for the first time in, I reckon, about five or six seasons, we look like we might score from a corner. Yeah, and, and yeah. Fact, no,
0: that's absolutely true. I, yeah, I know
2: and Mora was very unlucky not to, um, you know, he's this, not quite the smallest man on the pitch, but but can jump like I've, I've noticed. He might. He should be doing a lot of the high jump or something because he's just, he's phenomenal. Um, and he was very unlucky not to get a goal. But we looked threatening at every corner. We mm-hmm. haven't looked like that for, I mean, I can't remember, probably when Gilzean team was team heading team the ball. On. Just, just getting...
0: and, and it wasn't the same routine over and over again. They they had different setups with the way they lined up to attack the corner. The corner wasn't, wasn't just, you know, just a typical Ericsson, not hitting, not hitting, yeah. uh, you know, not getting past the first man. You know, we got yeah. long corners, we got short corners. And, you know, it was, it was nice to see. It's different right, yeah, tactics are nice there.
1: Uh, I, I mean, you know, first so Kane hasn't scored in the Premier League. He scores today, which was a great goal, even though and he thought it was offside. And then he goes on for an assist, so he gets a goal and an assist. Um, how would you rate his overall performance?
0: Today? I mean, uh, you know, I'll give him a good 7.5. Is he back? Goal, yeah, go, is he back? I, thought, I think he definitely had a little more spark in him after he, he got that goal. Like I said, there, there was some really, really nice passing from him today. Um and positionally, he was, he was not just standing around the front. He was moving to the left and right, dropping down a little bit, interchanging with Ndombele's position. And it was good. It's good to see it's, it takes, takes players away, defenders away, and it gives him space to actually receive the ball and pass it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's, he's hopefully getting back to form. What I did know is once they scored that third goal, all four of them were hugging very happily together and they looked, you know, proud. Uh, Kane wasn't off by himself, being like, oh, yeah, a little crap. He was smiling, big hug. Uh, you know, team spirit is back, hopefully.
1: What do you, what's your take on the Kane situation, Steve? So, do you reckon that ace? Um, well, in, term,
2: in, in terms of his performance today, I, I mean, the thing is, it's been a pretty low bar up until today. <laughs> so I think we would have seen that as a, a fair performance last season, not something to, you know, write home about, even though he obviously got a goal. But, you know, you expect him to get a goal every other game, don't you, really? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think the old Kane is back. I, I wonder if he ever will be. I, I still think he's likely to go in the um, the transfer window at Christmas anyway. Um, but in the meantime, I want him to score as many goals as he can for us and to help us as best, best he can as well. But, um, yeah, no, he, he had a much better game. But but we were playing probably the worst, worst team we've seen this season. Mm-hmm. I, I think they were worse than Watford, for example, who are, are down there. Uh, I, uh, I tend
1: to agree with you, Steve. I don't think I've seen a, as bad a team um, that we've played this season in the Premier League, at least. And then we won three-two. As to come on to to your best and your worst moment, I mean, uh, I'm in the in the game, and who you thought were the best players but on start off, Obviously, we haven't spoken about. I thought Dia had a great game until that stupidity of the yeah. uh, of that of that own goal, but. Um, what about, what about you,
0: Jam? What was your best performance player today and who was your worst? I mean, um, that's tough. The a, a moment of the game was definitely regular on shouting out to stop the game and getting the attention of the officials so that, uh, or whoever it was on the sideline, you know, the, the crowd member. Um, so that's, you know, other than that, he played really well. So he has to, he's probably up there for one of the men in the match performances. I think he got two assists if I'm not wrong. Um, so, Good, good on him. Some good crosses, some good attack and play. Um, and Dombele was, was playing well today. I think he really uh, frustrated the Newcastle players, just as you could see with the, with the Shelby incident. Um, Lucas Mora was excellent too. A lot of good attack and drives. I like seeing him play like that when he's confident. He's taking shots from outside the box. I mean, he obviously first thing I've written down in my notes was that awful, awful cross early on. But after that, he picked himself up and uh, played well. Um, and then Romero as well. I thought he was excellent. Other than his, he, he was sloppy, uh, to begin the match, but he defended so well. There was a couple moments he was just really smart positionally, Um, really took up really smart positions. And then he would drive forward at times with the ball, which I thought was, you know, something we've missed from a defender for a while. Like actually can take the ball out from defense and, and push up into midfield.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Steve, what what what, what, what do you say about what um um Jim said? Who's your who was your best performer?
2: Who well, your best yeah, best performer well, well, I think I think they all played pretty well, really. Other than um the worst worst performer, I think was Emerson. I know that others disagree with that, but that's that's football. I I thought he was inconsistent. I thought he looked um tentative and nervous on the ball, and he got muscled out a number of times. So I would say he. I, Maybe the jury's still out on him, but I'm not sure. It, what I will say is he's much better than Aurea. But then so are you, Kamal. Um, in terms of uh, the, the, the best, um, I, I'm, that's, that's a difficult one, actually, because you've already mentioned Mora and, um, and Domblay obviously got a good goal. But I'm actually going to go for Skip because he did the, un, mm-hmm. sort of, the unfussy stuff, the tidying up. He was always there. He was always keen and he always wants the ball. So he goes towards the player to receive the ball. He's buzzing around. He's the sort of player other teams do not want to come up against because he's going to be at you all the time. So I'll give that to Skip, even though he's you know he may not have been a, mm-hmm. uh, as visible as some of the other, the other players. And I will just touch on Dyer, if I can, as well. Is, I feel sorry for Dyer. I don't know what else he could do there because that was all about the delivery. When you put a ball into that position between the goalkeeper and the defenders who are facing the goal, the only other way to deal with that is not to have such a high line, which is to drop further deep. So I'm not sure what else he could have done under those circumstances. And nine times out of 10, he would have gone wide or over or you know hit someone before it got to him. I think he also saw it late. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I thought Dyer played well as well, to be honest. Uh,
1: I mean, I agree. I thought Dyer up until then, had a very solid game. There, and then suddenly, you know, this home going out of nowhere. But then, what hurts us, I think, is the fact that, you know, if it was 5-2... Which would probably have been more a better reflection. We would have yeah. all. Said, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But when the goal differences are so tight, uh, and we sit there in a three-two situation, it's it's again needless pressure on the team. Um. I agree with you, Steve, about uh, um a skip. I think that, that uh, Nuno's very lucky that he's got skip in that team. And he's like a new player that's coming, because he's breathed fresh, uh, well, new life into the into that midfield, and we can tell the difference. Uh, when he didn't play against Arsenal, which, uh, I, to life of I mean, even today cannot understand why he didn't play against Arsenal. Uh, he wasn't
2: fully fit. I think he wasn't fully fit. Okay. Yeah.
1: But, uh, um, what I wanted to, what I wanted to pick out was Hoybia, because I thought that, um, with Skip being where he is, gives Hoybia the confidence to go forward a lot more and start um, being a bit more creative. Which we never saw that side of him because in the past he was just basically trying to do everything in front of that yeah, and back yeah. four. Um, and having someone like Skip there is actually now bringing out something new in Hoybia, which is, which is great to see. He got a goal against Villa. He got an assist today, I believe. And, um, some of his yeah, pass the Kane,
2: I think he was his pass for the Kane goal, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah it was. And that's uh, some of his, um, uh, his, his work on the, uh, um, creative work. It's great to see, and I'm long may that continue. And I I think that we've got somebody there who can really uh, develop into that Roy Keane-type role where he can get some goals, go forward, attack, and also defend, which is very rare to see in in, in that kind of play. So I'd go for, for Hoybier Anyway, so a uh, great win. Obviously, three points is three points. That puts us level with Brighton in fourth place. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how happy can we be? We're level with Brighton. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take that now, thank I
0: you. I will take that, absolutely. <laughs> Graham Potter, who?
1: Well, you know, next game is, um, West Ham. Uh, then we have Manchester United. I believe we have Everton coming up after that. Uh, three very tough games. We do yeah. play three, three and three. Um, w- w- what's your view about? I mean, West Ham beat Everton away today. It was a tough yeah. game. We were very, very well played in, in that sense, but, um, What's your take-up? What do
2: you think is going to happen going forward, guys? Steve? Oh, well, you know, uh, there's that old chant, isn't there, you know, from fans which say, can we play you every week? Mm -hmm. And that would be Newcastle. (laughs) It's not going to be West Ham. West Ham are a completely different footballing uh, challenge, as indeed will Everton be. But, you know, West Ham, oh, crikey, uh, that's going to be a tough one. We will have to play, we'll have to be much more clinical um, than we were today if, because we get chances, we're going to have to score and they're going to be really, re- you know, raring to go at us. Um, and it's, going, it's a way, I think that's going to be a tricky game. If we get a draw out of that, I'll be very pleased, actually.
1: OK. So, Gem, same question to you about West Ham, but i just going to add this thing onto, onto the question. Would you play the same team? And if not, why not? And how would you change it against West Ham?
0: Um, I think that's a hundred percent our strongest team. So yeah, I would definitely start every single one of those players. You would put Los no. Um yeah, no. But I think there's there's something wow. about Nuno who um who doesn't I he doesn't seem tactically astute. You know, and when we come across West Ham, they're going to be a smart team. They're going to know how we're going to play and they're going to be prepared for it. You know, they have very good players in every position. Um, whereas Newcastle can't say the same. There was just 10 men, 11 men out there playing football. Um, and when, when it comes to, you know, 11 versus 11, we have we have good football players and we'll probably beat them most of the time. But when it comes to tactical nuances, Nuno has not shown that he can adapt and be smart and no, it, it seems like he's constantly has the same game plan. You know, we're going to be compact and then we're going to counterattack. Um, and the, the players seem to be learning that, but I don't, I think we need more than that. I think we need a little more intelligence um, and as far as instructions to individual players as to when to when to hold back, when to when to defend, who to mark, who to look after. And um, that's going to be telling in those next three matches. And I think if, if we get another three hard, hard matches where Nuno doesn't prove that he can be a, a smart manager that's going to be coming to an end of his time, you know. Even after today, wow. I would have taken a one 0 win, but uh, you know, tactically, I don't want to keep bashing on Nuno all the time. But I haven't been. Uh, this match hasn't given me any more confidence in him, unfortunately. So but it's going to be so, telling. We'll see. On
1: that on that note, what I'd like to just say, and and you guys could type in. So Nuno has won two games in a row. We lost three in a row, albeit, right? We're 15 points now. I think, um, I don't know where we are on the table, but I know that we've risen quite high. We're, we're level with, um, with Brian, who we're in sixth place. I think we're just about what, four points off the top, Cam.
0: Uh, I'm not yes, sure I'm the second the table, Yeah,
1: Four points off the top. But we're still, there's, there's a feeling there amongst us and other people that still something is just not sitting right. There's still something about the team that's just not gelling in the in in, in the way that they're playing. So, see, James raised the point. Tactically, he doesn't think Nuno's going to last. What's your view after seeing today's performance and the one against you? Uh, uh, well,
2: I mean, I, I'm I'm I don't think you should be sacking anyone at this at this stage of the season. I think you should always give them give them a season. To be honest, at least. Mm-hmm. And I'm well, you know. I thought they were going to let Mourinho go to the end of the season as well. But there you go. We'll yeah. see what happens. But no, I, I'm tactically, well, I yeah. My view as well is players have to take responsibility as well. Is uh, and and I don't know why they didn't make a decision to go go for it today, because mm. that um that defence was so wide open. You know, he, what, what did Nunu say? Just oh. Don't attack, don't don't try and score. I can't believe he said those things, you know, so I'm not sure what he's saying uh, <laughs> so so I, I think the players need to need to judge the situation if you're on the pitch and you, you, the other team is behaving in a certain way. You adjust to that, don't you? you don't surely you don't need to be told every you know all the time who's to do this and who's to do that. I mean, Kane yeah. to that bloody free kick again, if I'd have been any any other player, I'd have said, no, Harry, you're not going to take that. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Larish come oh, on, why it,
0: on why isn't Son taking free kicks on the field he's got a great shot from so oh, yeah, far at the I, box
2: so I mean you make a good point there
1: Steve about the second half we're going to keep harping on about this but I mean the big teams like Liverpool um, against Watford and the other teams they, they show no mercy do they
2: That's no right. mercy
1: they go for it they know that goal because they're playing for something they're playing for something which they know that every goal matters Every, I mean, Man United, I believe, lost it, lost the Premier League on goal difference against Manchester City. Yeah, League. yeah. Um, teams have got. I think we got into a, into Europe once on goal difference. Um, it, it matters. So the teams that, that that are playing for something know that you've got to take the advantage when you get it. But why don't we have that mentality, Jen?
0: I. That's. I'm not in the dressing room. I can't really say. I have no idea. I have no idea why that is. Is
2: it fear? What do you think? Steve? Fear? Fear? Well, oh, I mean, it's a sort of a, an entire attitude, isn't it? It's a sort of almost like a, sorry, some people won't get the reference. This is Captain Mannering sort of, don't panic, don't panic. We're ahead. We'll see, Let's see if we can get through it. <laughs> There's that sort of uh, mentality there, isn't there? If, uh, and it's a lack of confidence, isn't yeah, it? Because it? it's hard. sort of, if we lose the ball, they're going to score. Well, nine times out of ten, they're not going to score. And you might. Um, and we know the fans want to see attacking football. They want to see a score. You know, the, the fact that this was only 3-2, it sort of leaves you feeling a bit, oh dear. It doesn't make you feel quite right when it could have been so much more and so much better. But like um, I said,
1: winning teams have this winning mentality. They yeah. know this is where you've got to put them to the source. So now Liverpool have gone um, ahead uh, um, with a massive goal difference. Um, I'll tell you exactly what it is now. I mean, the you know, have a goal difference of 16. Good
2: grief. At this stage of the season. Of yeah.
1: And Tottenham have a goal difference of minus three. We're actually <laughs> fifth in the table. We are the only team in the top ten that has a minus goal difference. Wow. The only team in the top ten. And um, we've got the points. We're the only team as well, I believe, apart from Wolves, who have um, not drawn a match. So... You know, we win or we lose, we go one way so far. But the question here has got to be, guys, that uh, um, the goal difference, it looks like it's going to make a big difference. There are two teams on 15 points. There are three teams on 14 points. And if Arsenal beat uh, um, uh, Crystal Palace tomorrow, they'll be on 13 points. So it's pretty, even early days in the season, it's still pretty tight. Uh,
2: what, what, what is wrong with our mentality that we just don't go for it I don't know Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's madness isn't it and I mean you've already pointed out the fact that we're fifth on goal difference to Brighton at the end of the season fourth and fifth could be significant in terms of which competition you play in Europe couldn't it it's mm-hmm. that sort of um, we, we need to take a long view a longer view rather than just um, just, just struggle through this one game get over the line um, it's I don't know whether whether I think the players have got to go for it. They've got to say, right, yeah. like, we're just going to try and get a goal now. Yeah.
1: Okay, so just let's wrap this up then. So, would you, great um, in terms of the um, performance today, rating it out of ten? What well, how would you give? What what rating would you give the overall team rating, Gem?
0: I mean, it's just, it was a solid eight. You know, players all were up for it.
2: Okay, Steve. Well, I'm not quite as much. Seven, I would say. You know, we've won and um, it was a slightly above average performance for us.
1: Oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to be a bit more negative than you guys and give them a six because I feel that this was a game where we really had an opportunity to put them to the sword and, and bring stuff up. So um, enough about that game. Just a final point here. So uh, um, I see the Saudis were out in full force at the uh, Newcastle game. Yeah. Interesting to see the um a lot of the fans are wearing those those headscarves and stuff too. Clearing me, yeah. Uh, um, what's your what's your view then? I mean, will Newcastle can Newcastle go down or will they just buy their way out of the transfer window, Steve?
2: Well, they're going to throw money at it, aren't they? Um, I would imagine the Saudis would have preferred to have bought, bought a London club. I mean, if we're being brutal about it, I think they would have preferred that. Um. I mean, we know Newcastle have to pay slightly over the odds for players, and they have to pay them slightly higher wages because the northeast of um, of England isn't as attractive as a sort of metropolitan London. However, they do have a massive fan base.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, if you live in Newcastle, you support Newcastle. You don't wonder whether or not I'm going to support um, Man United. You don't. You support Newcastle. That's that's just the way it is. So they have got that that fan base. Um, well i i i find the purchase a bit bizarre in some ways mm-hmm. um but then the saudis have got money to burn haven't they they can do whatever they ever they like really um i noticed i think i don't know how true this is that in the contract for sale they had to insist that um the retention of the newcastle women's team was uh, was in that contract um whether or not that's true i don't know and I suppose in most contracts it, it wouldn't even be considered you'd have to put it in there it would just yeah. be yes we're going to have a women's team so it, it leaves a bit of a distaste I suppose so just but then I probably felt the same about Abramovich at um, um Arsenal the Glaziers yeah. at um Man United Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah. at
1: what about uh, um Abu Dhabi at Manchester City Qatar, Yeah. ESG. and we're and here we are stuck with Ennick. so can <laughs> Question for you then. Um, uh, obviously, you know a lot of dirty money coming into the game. There seems to be no holds barred here. Um, I know we get these false promises that they're not going to interfere in the footballing side of it. But they mm-hmm. I'm throwing five hundred million pounds at players interfering in the footballing side. <laughs> I mean, you know, of course it is. Yo, <laughs> of course it is.
0: And of course they will, you know, there's, there's no doubt about it. You know, we say, Oh, Saudi Arabia doesn't actually own the club. And I mean, it, it, you, in America we have this thing called the Federal Reserve and imagine they like bought a club and we're like oh well but the USA doesn't own it the Federal Reserve owns it, owns it you know it, it's, it's essentially what they've done and it's it's kind of ludicrous that the Premier League and the FA and, and everyone involved in this allows that to happen but you know money talks at the end of the day and it's entertaining you know Newcastle are going to become <laughs> a top team we're all talking about it we find it fun and it, and it will be you know 20 years from now everyone, no one's going to say Say, oh yeah, but the money was dirty. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, Newcastle just won their their 10th Champions League medal, you know, trophy. Um, um uh, you know, good, good for good for the Newcastle fans, is what I say. The good for them.
1: Fans,
0: I, I, you know, I mean, but that's 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 the one thing. Is isn't, isn't that racist? you know i mean isn't it though if if we, they were all in there and a chinese owner had come in and bought the club and they were all wearing you know little chinese hats or whatever Slitty
2: eyes or something like that you know, yeah. you
0: know it would be it would be considered racist i mean I, yeah i,
2: I, w- I wouldn't over, i wouldn't overload it with stuff but it did feel a bit benny hill 1970s didn't
0: it <laughs> it's <But> then, yeah that's too powerful right is it? Yeah, yep. <laughs> I guess we can all just sit back and laugh at sexism, them. Racism, but...
1: sexism, and all that—is it still probably in the seventies? Up, up north, yep, I, I mean. Yep,
0: uh,
2: yep. Yeah, it was okay in the seventies. Kind of yeah, you're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, guys. Well, good analysis. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you um, after the game. So, Cam here from uh, Florida saying goodbye.
2: Cam um, in Connecticut, and Steve from London. Goodbye.
1: Come on, you Spurs. Come on you
2: Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Come on you Purples or whatever colour we are. You've
0: been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.